Welcome to the City Life Lansing podcast. We hope this message empowers you to love life, love Jesus, love people, and dream more. You can connect with us at citylifelansing.com. You belong here. Yes. Good morning. Good morning, City Life. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2020. You made it. Come on, that's awesome. Give yourself a hand. Yes, I cannot believe it. It's so cool to be here. It's cool to look at all y'all's faces. If it's your first time here, I just want to personally extend a warm welcome. Thank you for coming. Um, obviously, if it's your first time here on the first Sunday of the year, you're, you're turning a new page in your life, and you're trying to do something different. So thank you for coming, for real. Thank you. Um, I am so pumped. I had to make the difficult decision of boots or sneakers this morning because I have so much energy, and I'm so excited to share what God's been doing in my life, um, how he's been just blowing my mind. I, I just can't believe how good he is. Um, and hopefully I get to share that with you. Um, real quick, before I jump in, a couple reminders. I know it's been said already in an announcement, but I just want to emphasize it. 21 days of prayer. Starts tomorrow. I don't even know what to say about that. It's so exciting. Monday through Friday at The Loft, question mark. Some of us have had some crazy experiences at The Loft. Let's do something new in 2020. Come on. It's going to be at 7 a.m., so get your butt up and get there. I don't know. We'll probably have coffee, right? Yeah, we'll have some coffee. Yeah, and then Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. If you've been coming at 9, just know come an hour later. Um, Saturday mornings at 10. And then... Get connected after service. After the second service, we're going to have an opportunity, especially if this is your first time at City Life or you've been coming for a couple weeks, come to get connected. Learn a little bit about who we are. Um, we're not going to make you do anything like crazy, sign in blood or whatever. We're just going to tell you about who we are, okay? We're going to watch some videos. You're going to learn about how City Life loves the city one life at a time. It's as simple as that. Sound good? Cool. Now, let's get to the nitty-gritty. Obviously, if you can't tell, I am not Jerome. Big surprise, which you can't tell because, like, when we go out to eat and if he, like, hands them his card, they, like, give it back to me for obvious reasons. You know, my name's Zach. His name's Jerome. Whatever. If you don't get it, you don't get it. Um, anyways, so, um, yeah, he's, he's under the weather. So we're going to make sure we pray for him. Um, just know if Jerome isn't here because he's sick, know that it's intense. I've seen him preach through some crazy stuff. Um, so... We're going to pray for him on that. And then I just want to shout out um, Crystal. She's in the room. Um, and, and, and Jerome. It's an honor, man. Seriously. Which I forgot to introduce myself. I'm Zach. Some of you guys are like, this guy's just, just carrying on like we know who he is. I'm Zach. Um, I've been around for a while. I was privileged to be a part of the launch team five years ago. And we planted City Life together. Uh, I was a kid city pastor. And it was the time of my life. It was like God moved in ways I couldn't even imagine. And I was honored to follow Jerome and Crystal as they led the way through just insane things. I mean, just, just you wouldn't even believe the type of pain and the struggle that happens behind the scenes and the way that they work and labor for everyone in this room and the way that they pray and sacrifice week in and week out for all of us. Um, and I'm just grateful. So thank you, Crystal, for letting me be a part of your family. Um, you, can't, you can't give too much honor. You just can't. 
Um, I'm going to talk about something really important to me. Um, it's called prayer. Um, we're at church, so we pray here. That's a thing that we do. And there's a lot of information, a lot of misinformation about prayer. So hopefully I want to I first kind of demystify it and make it not weird and then make it inviting. We're going to talk about how we do it, why we do it, and then we're going to pray together. Does that sound good? Cool. So first thing about prayer, I made a promise to myself I'm going to stick to my notes and do it and be a good boy here. You guys ready? You'll figure it out. Um, cool. So if you're taking notes today, which I hope you are, pull your notes out. Um, let that be a, a new thing that you do in 2020. We study for tests, uh, driver's exams, whatever else, but we got to study for our souls. This is awesome. We're going to take notes. And I'm about to drop some bombs. I'm very confident that God's going to say something to you. So I hope you remember it. Write it down. All right? I spent a lot of hours working on this for you guys. Um, cool. First thing, I want everyone to know this. This is so important. When I, when I began to really exercise this in my life, it changed how I pray. First thing is, God already, you already have God's attention. You already have his attention. So be free and be you. You don't have to do anything to get God's attention. He's already paying attention to you. He's involved in the tiniest details of your life. And he wants us to be close. And so our work in prayer is actually authenticity. It's not presenting this pretend person that we, you know, think God doesn't, you know, like, know about already. Like, we, we give God the play-by-play. Maybe you guys know about this in prayer. God, like, I just want to thank you because, like, I know you know, but basically what happened and I just want to give you more details on that because I, I didn't know if you're fully aware. Like, come on, like, there's nothing, nothing that has ever occurred to God. It's never been like, he's never been like, oh, I wasn't aware of that. Like, that never happens. So God is, like, fully aware and engaged with our lives. So we get to do the work of presenting an authentic expression of ourselves. And what I mean by that is saying, God, you know me. You know me in and out. You know my thoughts. And I don't have to perform. God is annoyed with performance, but attracted to authenticity. Write that one down. Shoo, shoo, shoo. And number two, prayer is about awareness and authority. Awareness and authority. What's cool about God is he does a lot of stuff when we're not paying attention at all. He's very busy. He's actively working in everyone around you. If you're a believer, the Holy Spirit is inside of you right now, living and active, transforming you. That's crazy. God's doing so much when you're not paying attention. Even when we're mad, even when we're having a horrible day, God's working. And so prayer is what's going to make us aware. Everyone say aware. I need to wake up to what God's been doing because I get distracted. I forget. Right? It's crazy how many times I'm just like, where's God at? Oh, I've been going through this. Does anyone even know? Does anyone care? Yes, God knows he cares. Pray and hear his perspective. Because he has one. What's mind-blowing is we forget, like, God has way more to say than you. We just will ramble and go on and on and on. And God's like, when's my turn? <laughs> like, we've been doing this for an hour, and I haven't said a word. You ever been to coffee with someone like that? You're just like, Cool. You know, let's not do that with God. Let's do something a little bit different. Let's do something a little bit different. Um, 
I wrote this note down, and I think it's important. I, I just want to remind us that it's bigger than us, and this is the point about authority. We go to God because he's the most high. He actually has the power to change your circumstances. We don't, clearly, because we're here. You know, I was talking to someone uh, the other day, and I've, I've heard, you guys have probably heard this before, but he's like, I don't go to church because there's a bunch of hypocrites there. I was like, that's true. <laughs> I was like, you're not wrong about that. But, like, at restaurants, there's hungry people. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course there's, we have problems here. That's why we're here. We're agreeing that we all need help, and we're going to talk to someone who can help us. I want to speak to the manager. Okay? God's the manager. He's going to solve my problem. And so if, if you haven't learned already, you're not good at solving your own problems. We just make a bigger mess. And so we're going to change how we're doing things. 2020 is an amazing opportunity. This year, this decade is an amazing opportunity. We're going to change how our families do things. We're going to change how we take care of our work. We're going to change how we do everything, and it's going to start in the place of prayer. Amen? Amen. So we're going to go to God first. Everyone say first. When? Not second. Not after you buy the car. After you start the relationship. First. Come on. Get it in order. Yes. Number three. You've heard this before. Prayer is a conversation. I just said it, I'm going to say it again. we got to reiterate it. It's a conversation. Let God talk to you. Let him say something. Whether you do it on the front end or the back end, let God say something to you. Jerome says this, and it always hits me different every time. I'm like, ooh, that's good. He says, if you're willing to listen, he'll never leave you alone. I want to be bugged by God. I want him to wake me up. I want them to change the way I do things because my cycles, my rhythms are getting me nowhere. When I incorporate God into my disciplines, when I incorporate listening into my everyday, it changes me. It makes me better. I'm more fun to be around. Right? Come on, this is awesome. Are you guys taking notes? I'm just kidding. You don't have to take notes. I'm going to read the Bible. We do that at church. So if you're first time, you've never been to a church before, there's a book called the Bible. We read it. We believe it's God's word. We believe it's inspired. I believe it's changing you right now. We're going to go to Titus chapter 2. God's readiness to give and forgive. One translation says God's grace has appeared. God's readiness to give and forgive is now public. So that's why we can hear about it and talk about it in church. It's public. Salvation's available for everyone. Who? We're being shown how to turn our backs on a godless, indulgent life and how to take on a God-filled, God-honoring life. Check this out. This new life is starting when? Come on. We've been waiting too much. I'm going to do, okay, next week, uh, okay, I'm, I'll wait till I have enough money to buy, oh, or maybe. No, it's starting right now and is wetting our appetites for the glorious day when our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, appears. He offered himself as a sacrifice to free us from a dark, rebellious life. Who's been freed from a dark and rebellious life? That's, come on, that's awesome. I've been freed from a dark and rebellious life into this good and pure life, making us a people he can be proud of. 
energetic and goodness. That verse is so jam-packed with some hot stuff. I welcome you to enjoy that throughout the week. Um, I'm going to ask a question. Um, this is also the title thing of the segment. Why pray? Here's two reasons I think that are important. There's a lot of reasons to pray. You can probably name a ton on your own. I'm just going to give you two that I think are awesome. Um, number one, we pray to give Jesus the first place in our hearts. First place, because that's where he belongs. Not in second, not right in shotgun while we drive, or at least while we think we drive, when really it's our anxiety driving, it's our fear driving, it's our problems driving, it's our anger driving. Come on. We're not good drivers. <laughs> We're all over the road. We need to let Jesus drive. And when we pray, it's a reminder to our souls, I, I forgot, I need help. Let me go back, let me speak to the manager. Come on, we got to do this more often. I think we're a little bit afraid of that because when we don't have control, we don't have answers, and we're people that really like answers. Even if our answer's wrong, we're content because there's at least an answer. But God is trying to say, look, you don't need to have answers right now. I got that answers part figured out. What you need is trust. Prayer is going to take us back to trust. Everyone's, take me deeper where my feet is my borders. Walk upon the waters. You guys know that song? Take me deeper. No, you don't want that. You lying. You do not want God to take you deeper. Because when he does, you're like, oh, this is horrible. Why? Because we don't have rhythms of prayer where it reminds us to trust. We just think we're just going to run out and do all this. No, pray first. Come on. Go back to my notes. Back to my notes. This is good. I'm going to do the next point. We pray because God's presence is home. Wow. Home. Home, home. You ever see someone and you're just like, they have way more peace than me. <laughs> like I was, uh, I was at the stoplight. And this guy, he was next to me, he was texting. He definitely shouldn't have been texting. And the guy behind him did not like that, obviously, because the light turned green. And I was there long enough to kind of see it as I pulled off, which I probably should have been focusing too. Don't judge me. Um, so I look over, and uh, the guy just, he's honking his horn out, and the guy goes, and then slowly pulls up. I was like, I would have been so mad that that guy was honking at me. He had way more peace than me. Maybe he just prays more than me. I don't know. My point about this is there's so many gifts and blessings from Jesus. Ephesians 1 talks about it. You have every spiritual gift in the heavenly places. That's a lot of gifts. You have a lot of fruit of the Spirit. It's a lot of fruit. Galatians 5. The Bible is just chock full of all the blessings that we get. But why do we feel deficient? That is what is so suspect to me. I'm like, I don't get it sometimes. Like, how do I know I have love, joy, peace, happy, whatever, kindness, all this stuff. But where is it? It's in the place of prayer. It's at home. That's where you, you have access to that all the time. The key, you have the key. You just got to go home. We spend too much time shopping around other places to find that joy. Come on. We go everywhere else to find joy but prayer. We go everywhere else to find peace except for prayer. That's wild. Go home. Go spend time with God. It's what your soul needs. It's what it longs for. It's thirsty all the time. I heard about your body. When it comes to water, if you're thirsty, you're already dehydrated. 
Come on. How's that apply to your life? If you ever, you're like, man, why am I so sad? You're dehydrated. Go talk to God. Let him fresh, refresh your life. Let him fill you up. Let him get you right. Let him hook you up. You don't deserve to be happy, but you get to. We have Jesus on the inside. Why are we walking around sad all the time? We got to pray. If we make time for prayer, God's going to fill you up. That's a guarantee. It's, it's in his word. He promises that. He is always good on his promises. I know that far. Let's talk about how we pray. Um, the longer I do this thing, this Jesus thing, I realize God's way more into to be instead of to do. We are really good at to-do lists. Some of y'all in this room are like, I know exactly what I'm doing as soon as I get out of here. I'm going this, I'm going, mm, 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 mm. and then after that, I'm going, mm. Some of us got it covered. Me, I'm the opposite. I don't know what I'm doing after I get out of here. It's going to be a blast, though. But God's way more into to be who you are, what you're like. Not what you do. You can do everything right. But if your heart ain't right, we got problems. I want, us, I want to encourage us to have the right posture in prayer. Just remembering that God is everything we ever needed. And we don't have to come from a place of begging. The Bible talks about how we're sons and daughters and not orphans. Um, pull that verse up. I want to read that. I think it's going to encourage some of you guys. 1 John 3, see what kind of love the Father has given to us, that we should be called children of God, and so we are. The reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Beloved, we are God's children now. One more time. You're God's child now. You're different. You're just different. You just are, period. You're different. God's changed you. You belong to him. You don't belong to the world. The streets don't love you. Never did. Never will. You belong to God now. I just want to let that sink in. And what will be has not yet appeared. But we know that when he appears, we shall be like him because we shall see him as he is. I think this verse right here, this part, and what we will be has not yet appeared is referencing your destiny. We seek God for what's your will for my life? What are you going to do? Who am I going to be? What's going to answer me, God? I just want to know my next steps. It's in prayer. He'll drop those nuggets. It's not yet fully appeared. It will. If you're young in this room and you're like, I don't even know, is college for me? Is, you know, is, am I supposed to start a business? Am I supposed to just work in the family business? Go to prayer first. Ask God. Talk to God. Listen to God. And don't let the world and Instagram and whatever else dictate who you're supposed to be. I found that when I started turning off certain voices, I could hear God more clearly. I had to turn some stuff off. I had too many faucets on. I got to turn all these off. My life is flooded with nonsense. I need one source, one word, one God, period. We'll be like him. God's your dad, and that should change how you pray. No begging. Stop. If you beg God, stop. He's got you. He says he takes care of the birds. He takes care of the flowers. Why wouldn't he take care of you? If you ask him, for bread, he won't give you a stone. That's what the Bible says in our context. If you ask for a cheeseburger, he wouldn't give you pebbles. 
I don't know. You get the idea. God's going to take care of you. If there's one thing he promises, he'll feed you and he'll clothe you. And if you see someone that doesn't have food and clothes, you're supposed to feed him and clothe him. We'll come back to that. We're sons and daughters, not orphans. We pray with access to Jesus on a throne. In Ephesians chapter 2, it says this, For he himself is our peace, who has made us both one and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall of hostility by abolishing the law of commandments expressed in ordinances, that he might create in himself one new man in the place of the two, so making peace, it might reconcile us both to God in one body through the cross, thereby killing the hostility. And he came and preached peace to you who were far off and peace to those who are near. I want to emphasize this. For through him, we both have access in one spirit to the Father. Access. Access. You ever been left out of something or felt left out? You felt like you didn't belong? I pray city life is a whole different experience. I pray when you walked through the door, someone looked at you in the eyes and told you you had value. And if you don't know that already, you're loved, you belong, and you have purpose. Come on. I think that um, this verse is a little challenging for me because I forget sometimes the privilege of the access that I have. I take it for granted. We were lost. Like, we can't say that enough in church to talk about how far we've come. Maybe you feel like you're still broken, things still aren't kind of working the way they're supposed to, and things aren't kind of connecting the way that you know they should. But let's look back. Let's look at the track record. Let's look at where we came from, our starting line. God's already done it. He's done so much in your life. And the journey is still continuing. It is not over. But one thing is for sure, we got to turn the page. We got to turn the page. You got to turn the page on your habits and our cycles on our weaknesses, we got to expose them to God and to one another. If you know you're weak in an area, why be weak alone? That's wild how we do that. Oh, I don't want anyone to worry about that. I don't know. I just feel like such a burden. No, we have access to God. We have a community that we're in. It's time to turn the page. So if you're struggling, one, we're going to pray. But two, we're going to talk to people. You're going to have an opportunity to do both tomorrow at 7 a.m. We'll see you at the loft. Yes. You like that? I like that. Question, why is it that when we fall, the first thing to go is prayer? Ouch. Why is it that when we fail, the first thing, we, first thing to go is prayer? I look at the life of David, and his reaction time is stunning, concerning even. He'll, like, kill someone, sleep with their wife, and then he's, like, back in the game. I'm like, ah, it's too fast. Too fast. <laughs> you, 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 just chill out. <laughs> It's too fast. <laughs> but why do we spend a year in the gutter? Maybe there's something we can learn from that. We don't have to dip so low. I think that the first thing that should happen when we fail is we should go to God. Dad, I'm sorry. I messed up. First, not try and fix it and got your duct tape out and you're calling all your friends to come help you. No, go to God first. That's why we're calling it pray first. First, not third or last even, or not at all. That's another thing. Some, some of us are in the not at all category, and it's all good. God's got you. We're going to change that. But we can't stay in the not at all category. What you're going to learn is Sundays will never be enough. I'm going to repeat that. Sundays will never be enough. You can't just do Sunday as a Christian. It's not going to work. We got to bring God into every sphere of our lives. 
We got to bring God to work. We got to bring God in our cars. We got to bring God to the hard relationships and hard conversations with our families that we really don't want to have. And the holidays were tough and no one wanted to pass the green bean casserole. We got to talk about this stuff and we got to bring God into it. And it starts in prayer. Lastly, and then we're going to close. If I can have the worship team come up. It's a long close, so don't get excited, y'all. I told you, I got a lot of energy. I'm so excited about this year. What a cool opportunity. You know, there's so many people that are longing to be in a context just like this, and they feel so lonely. Maybe that was you. I'm just glad you're here. Thank you. Lastly, we pray as a church with a mission. Ooh, we. We pray together. That's a big thing. Praying alone is dope. One, do that. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what discipleship is, is inviting people to be alone with Jesus. I think that's awesome. But we got to pray together because it does a lot for us. Community, there's no substitute for it. Sometimes, you know, in our culture, like we have, we're connected to people online and you feel like you have a shared relationship with someone because you share interests. So maybe like um, if you're a gamer, you just game and you feel like you're connected to the world but there's no substitute for a human connection. And when you pray together, God knits your heart with those people. You'll want to spend time with them. You'll be like, I pray with this. Uh, my mom, she's like super into prayer, which that's like a weird thing. She just prays, okay? She, she prays, and she's been connected to this group of women that she has prayed with for years. And it's just because they just have shit. When you pray, stuff comes out. You're like, this is, I'm going through this. We're not even praying about that. But while we're on the subject, here's what I'm going through. This is why 21 days of prayer is not just, it's not like a thing. It's not just like an event that we have. You guys picking up what I'm saying? It's not just like a thing that we do out of obligation or even just because it sounds like fun. We're doing it because we need it. And alone stinks. It's not fun. And we're going to pray together. We're going to share. We're going to cry. We're going to de- depend on Jesus and rely on one another for our corporate success. Acts chapter 4, 29, it says, And now, Lord, look upon their threats and grant to your servants to continue to speak your word with all boldness. When, while you stretch out your hand to heal and signs and wonders are performed through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. I'll tell you what a sign and wonder is. It's our schools done with bomb threats. It's our schools done with gun violence. It's broken homes being healed. That's a sign and a wonder. It's our city being transformed. The inner city. I'm talking about the gutter, gutter. Like the darkest transformed with light breaking in. Crushing gang violence. Crushing human trafficking. That's a sign and a wonder. And we're believing for that at City Life. It's going to come through prayer. This is a prayer. This is Peter. He's saying, God, look at what's happening. Look at my city. You guys have been in City Life too long to know. Come on. We know. God, we got to pray. Obviously, we can't do it alone. We need, like, a powerful intervention from the God in heaven. And we're going to do that together. Here's the thing. I wrote this down. I think this is going to impact you. If we are passionate about changing our world, we have to become consumed with Jesus changing us. 
we're passionate about changing our world, you got to do the Michael Jackson and start with the man in the mirror. Start with the man in the mirror. When you change, your world will change. The best message you will ever preach will not come from your mouth. It'll come from your lifestyle. People don't care about what you have to say anymore. That's one thing I'm learning. No one cares. There's so much fakeness out there. There's so much pretending. That's what I was saying earlier about authenticity. There's so, there's like such a lack of originality. No one's listening anymore. They're just watching. They just want to see if you're going to be consistent. They just want to see if you're going to actually practice what you preach. And we got to be a people that do that. Not out of, oh, I'm going to try hard to be a good Christian, but out of a place of, I'm letting God change me in the place of prayer. I'm going home with the keys for access to let God give me that fruit of the Spirit. Is that sounding good to anybody? Come on. Come on. This is awesome. I'm so excited because there's just a world of opportunity out there. If you guys want to stand up with me, we're going we're gonna to take some time and pray together. I think God's going to do something really special. He's going to do something really special. We only got a couple minutes left, and we're going to spend them wisely. We're going to spend them really wisely. I've learned this. I've been to a lot of church services. Anybody been here to a lot of, a lot of church services? A lot? I'm talking like over like 600. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been to a lot of church services. One thing I've learned is God moves not based on the speaker, not based on the worship, whether it's your favorite song or not, not based on who smells good next to you. He moves based on desperation. We got to get desperate for God. And if you're not desperate, that means you probably don't hate your situation enough. Some of us don't mind a stink. It's time to get frustrated. It's time to be desperate. Because God's going to do something. He's just looking for one or two people. Just be desperate for me. Just long for me. Maybe you can remember a time in your life when you knew you needed God more than anything. And maybe it was because everything was falling down all around you. I pray you don't need everything to fall down all around you before you ask God for help. Let's go first. If you feel like you want prayer, just come down. Come down to the front. Just come on down. If you feel like you want prayer, this is it's, it's not no sappy situation. It's just, it's just, you just know you need God. Period. If that's you, you can even raise a hand. You don't have to come down, but I want to make that invitation because there's something special about when you do something active with your body. When you move, you make a move and a step towards God's grace activating in your life. Make a move. There's somebody in this room, you don't even know God. You don't know Jesus. I've been talking about someone you never met before. That's you. Come on down. We're going to pray for you too. Yeah, God's doing something. That's awesome. That's awesome. Let's go. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm going to pray for us. They're going to lead us in a song. I invite you, if you haven't yet, take a moment. Commit this year to God. Commit this year to him. You, 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 maybe you haven't done it yet. Maybe it's just you missed it on your calendar. Commit it to him. Give it to him. Give him your money this year. I'm not saying, you, you get what I'm saying. Like, let him lead you in your money this year. Let him lead you in your job this year. There's some of us pondering promotions, whatever. Let him lead you in that. Jesus, right now in this room, we ask for your presence. We ask for your power. We ask for your love right now to overwhelm us. God, touch these people. 
God, let your power come down right now and touch us. God, move in this place. God, show us your love. Show us your power. God, show us your wisdom and your direction as we commit to pray, Lord. God, open up our eyes to see what you're doing. Open up your, our ears to hear what you're saying, Lord. God, move in this place. We just trust you for the growth. We trust you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to the City Life Lansing podcast. Loving you and loving the city one life at a time. For more information, messages, and to partner financially, go to citylifelancing.com. You belong here.